from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Oh, hi. Welcome back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Hour number two. Glad you could join us. We're hanging out here with you on this uh, beautiful Saturday morning. Bill George is uh, live and in person all the way from Pennsylvania. And uh, Vince is live and in person all the way from that crazy-ass swampy uh, uh, stadium up there in uh, Gainesville. Up there. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm magically here via, what do you call that? Tele. Uh, yeah, yeah, that. No, it's the one where you uh, like you have the cord still attached to you, and you can go travel the world, and then you get back in your body. What is it called? Astro uh, astro, astro projection. projection. Yeah, so I'm astro wow, I'm astro projecting hey. ourselves here that's, in the that's, studio. That's today. kind of a, a big thing for you there, Braden. I'm a little impressed there, buddy. Well, he know, watched Doctor Strange. He's cool. <laughs> I knew that before there was a Doctor Strange. So uh, anyway, we're not really here, but you are. So we hope you enjoyed the show. We really do. And if you haven't got your uh, Christmas shopping done uh, on Black Friday yesterday, then by all means, follow the advice from my friend, That's Noble. Dude, I'll tell you what. I was sitting there Friday morning. I jumped up, got on the bigandwild.com because I need a new fillet knife. So I checked out Bubba Blade, or I'm sorry, not Bubba Blade anymore. It's just Bubba. It's just do, Bubba now, yeah. Do you realize all the different things they're doing now besides the knives? Oh, they yeah. Got, they're, they're going ham on a lot of different things lots of great stuff i bought my son a gurkha bought him a big giant uh, bubba gurkha i actually purchased myself my seven inch tapered flex folding knife very nice well you need that i need that for the wait boat. seven inch seven inch for the well that says a lot about the fish you're catching there oh, no, buddy. no no that's for the little <laughs> that's for the little stuff you that's gotta turn the... your mic on bill george i know you're in pennsylvania but yeah. geez hit the that's, button that's for yeah. the bait i'm fish, sorry man. he's so used to me doing it yep. that i was like i'm gonna give him a chance to be <laughs> Be a radio guy? Yeah. <laughs> Not today. You can't let, it, you, can't <laughs> you, let it, you let me you, down, Bill. I, I, I'm used to being catered. To. You can't let that man <laughs> control his own destiny. No way. <laughs> but, you, you know, with the, all the offshore stuff you're doing, why wouldn't you go with at least a niner or well, something? Well, I got, I got a couple of the oh, big ones. Yeah, oh. I just needed something small for the bait. I just didn't want to keep pulling out a big knife or little bait That'd be perfect for the panfish challenge when you get up there and start it, cleaning all of our brim. Uh, I'm not cleaning all of your brim. <laughs> Sure that's a lot of fish. Sure dude. you are. No. Yeah, he'll, he'll be happening. But no, uh, so no, that's no, it. No, you, no. You're a hug gear guy. I, I, so why wouldn't you uh, get yourself a couple shirts? That's on there too. I, I, you know, I, I need more stuff for utility. But yes, I have checked out the hug. There are a few shirts I'm, I'm watching, but I'm waiting for uh, the Cyber Monday sale. Oh, is that what on. you're gonna yeah. do? Cyber Monday. Yes, sir. Bill George, you need to get on there too because uh, with your new Suve uh, streak going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple of little barbecue shops on there. You might want to go check out some of their rubs and flavorings for said such tough, nasty alligators next time that you survey them. They're not tough and nasty when you survey them. That's what I mean. You make <laughs> so, them nice and buttery when you got your uh, when you got your proper seasoning on there. My question for you guys, and if this if you do end up doing this, and this makes uh, makes money, I get my cut. Why haven't y'all put like a Bill George T-shirt collection up there where you well, put his <laughs> his Magnum <laughs> PI shirt styles? You know, you we know, actually looked. Like, we looked. We actually looked into. Uh, oh, dang it, man! That's brilliant. I know it's hard uh, to <laughs> go ahead. Come on. I actually I found uh, a couple of. Uh, 
I was thinking about one for Christmas for him, so let's just go ahead and ruin that now. And I was looking. <laughs> You're the one who was ruining it. I, I didn't. Well, I just was like, hey, on the website, we should sell uh, the Bill George Magnum PI T-shirt. But they actually have some uh, wild animal, and they also have some camo, and they also have some military style Hawaiian shirts. They're not just all uh, you know flowers and hibiscus this and hula girls. Urban <laughs> camouflage. <laughs> Bill, I have that a is shirt. as red as red can get. There's nothing. <laughs> Urban in Florida that's that color unless you're in Key West. Bill, I'm gonna wear the next time we're in the studio together. I'm gonna wear a shirt just for you, buddy. I got okay, one at the house. You got one? I do. This is just for you too. I got a ton of Hawaiian shirts. I just never wear them anymore. They're all tiny. So I got silky one too. Right. We're uh, gonna have a Hawaiian shirt day. I just I don't know. Why take your know. thing though? See, that's that's your thing. Well, I guess so. Brayden's late. You've got the Hawaiian shirt. I'm always early. Yeah, you are early, but that's not thing. That's not your thing. I just want to give Braden stuff. I, I I love your guy. I love your site though. I know we were talking about the website. I love your site. I'm watching the squirrel cam right now. Oh, are you? <laughs> <laughs> nice. dude? Did you see that buck that came in there the other night? I actually yes. took pictures of it on on the screen at work. I took a picture of it and posted it up on Big and Wild. That thing is, um, yeah, he's yeah. he's more than ready to go uh, into the freezer. It, That's all it, I'm saying. It's funny because Big, I don't even nasty. run a game camera out out in the woods. I just I like being surprised by what comes comes around. No, well, no. It's, it's a surprise. You look at it and you're watching the game camera and you're like, "Wow, look, there's a blue jay." When you're in Pennsylvania and you can see your own game cam and you see the you know the stuff on your property, you want to get home and get excited to get back. Sure, no, why wouldn't you? No, no. That'd be, be a nice, exciting. I thing know to what do. runs around out there. Well, one of the things that you will uh, hopefully find on our uh, website, if you go to bigandwild.com, if you go to the main uh, page right off the bat on the front, if you scroll down there, you'll see Gorilla Ammo. It's on there as well, and I do know that they have. Uh, some 300 blackout. They have plenty of 5.56, 223, 9 millimeter, things like that that people are looking for uh, on a regular or daily basis. For it seems like for a lot of people, it's uh, it seems like it's a daily struggle for them to to find oh. ammo. Uh, Brownells is also on there. They also do ammo as well. If you want to look on there, guns.com is also there as well. You can do some shopping on there for ammo. And uh, hopefully you'll find what you're looking for. Here's the perfect gift for you guys, too, that go out in the woods. And you can get it right there on the website as well. The Quiet Cat Bike. I did see that on there. Aren't those cool? Yeah, but uh, I don't think you can use them in some areas because it's considered listen, motorized, right? Listen, Missouri? it all depends on how you read the rules. If, oh, it here has, we go. if it has pedals, then you can turn the motor off and pedal. No, there, there is some... The, Depending on where you are, who owns the land, how the rules are set up, it, it, it's crazy. FWC, uh, not too long ago, the the legislators passed a rule that said they were all considered bicycles and could be used unless a local area passed rules that said contrary. And FWC did went in and they went to try to mimic the rules they already had and said that there's there's different class bikes, but if you turn around and have the pedal assist type like bikes, you can ride them pretty much wherever you want. But the higher end bikes that literally like can go zipping all over the place with no no assistance from you, they turn around. Those can only be used on named and numbered roads. Hmm. Huh. That doesn't make any sense because each one of those ones, if you actually uh, 
if you actually go to the like the Quiet Cat and and look at it, if you go down there and look, it'll it has pedals. Yeah, but so it as, has to do with how how fast it can go and all kinds of stuff. They're e-bikes. I'm looking at them, but I have a little different take on the world. Okay, <laughs> no kidding, Bill. No take. <laughs> Listen, you know what? If you go to certain places, almost all those roads are named. Are okay. they at least numbered? Or they're numbered, or they're numbered. even so if they're, they're closed. So they may be. As, now you'll see some of them that say roadway uh, closed for maintenance or maintenance vehicles only, and all that kind of stuff like that. And it won't, uh, you know, they have a chain across it or a piece of cable or something. Mm-hmm. But if you're on a bicycle, can't you go around those and and use them? You can go around them with cars too. <laughs> well, I'm just saying legally, <laughs> legally wise. I'm not talking about trying to get somebody in trouble. No, and that's going in. It, it was funny because depending on how you turn around and look at the All rules, right. they, they, they he, he was playing a Bill George. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was people who turned around and you get a, a quota permit to hunt. A lot of those roads used to say that you couldn't go down the road. You know, the road was closed to vehicles unless you had a permit. Well, they'd say, I had a quota permit, so I could go. And FWC had to actually change the way it was worded and said to make it so that it uh, turned around and was much more clear and that people weren't just doing what they wanted to. Just riding all over the place, willy-nilly and all, all that stuff. Yeah, no, that's cool. Driving you but, crazy. But I will tell you, if I, I, I won't go driving down anywhere and everywhere all the time but if i have game down i'm going to it sure i'm, I'm not going to turn around and walk a mile and a half dragging a, a, an animal when i can drive that truck down a road that they mow grade or anything else i'm going to well it. with the quiet cat bike you can get a little uh trailer to hook up to it with it and you can take that into the woods yeah. with you too. this has been the longest that promo right. ever but, I, but, <laughs> well, but I, I, mean, I know a lot of i have friends of mine that use electric bikes and when they go yeah. out and they go used to be where it was scouting only or even during turkey season yeah. you know to get out there and and get to certain spots on management areas and let them lie, and you just hide them over in the bushes or whatever it is, and my, my do thing, your thing. If I had a thousand dollar bike out there, I'd be concerned. Thousand dollars, you better keep going there, big boy. Well, you can get some that start around there. Yeah, but, I think Carly sells one. But but you know, I will have to say you get worried about leaving it there. But I have to apologize to anybody who was hunting Jumper Creek yesterday, or or. Uh, Last, last Saturday, Saturday. yeah, <laughs> last Saturday is because when I left the show, I went up there to help clear up the road going into the the property we have, and so I hooked up the bush hog to the tractor, and I was mowing down the trail that goes back there, and I went by a couple people who were sitting there in orange, not far off the trail, hunting. So if I bothered you, I apologize. We're done. <laughs> You know they were sitting up there going, that guy's doing that on purpose. He's, he's doing it on purpose. He's trying to keep us out here. He's, trying he's to keep working for the FWC. He's, they're pushing that stuff up there. It's crazy. Yeah, I, 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 I've been there. I've done that. I've uh, hunted uh, Steinhatchee, carried a ladder, a, a climber stand out in the middle of nowhere, found a beautiful ridge, got out there in the crack of dawn. I mean, I was just in the, I mean, in your mind, you know, it's like I am in the most perfect spot. 
I can see everywhere. I got this ridge that these animals are going to be running. There's game trails everywhere. And it seemed like they were literally 10 feet away from me. All of a sudden, they fire up the the skid loaders and the about 25 different chainsaws and start just cutting cypress. I I was... and, you know, I, I said this, you know, well, maybe I can sit there, you know, deer are used to hearing this. These guys are out here all the time kind of thing. Yeah, I didn't make it an hour. Yeah. Uh, once a tree started falling and you could hear them and but I was the, like, there's wow. nothing there. They're but, gone. They're but gone. the funny thing is turkey hunting here in Florida, there has been turkeys that have been in, in the middle of timber operations gobbling and just doing their thing. They never cared. The people I hunt with, they couldn't take it. They Even though the turkey was there, he'd gobble, he'd, he'd, they just – it just bothered them so much that they just couldn't do it. But I've had deer. I used to think the same thing about airboats. I hunted, you know, some flying eagle and that. And you'd hear those airboats and you think, man, those airboats are just scaring everything away. Till I'm watching a buck one day that's in between me and I could see the people on the airboat riding by and boom. That buck never even bothered. Never even cared. Doesn't never even bother. Well, it depends on what they are. You know, they always say one of the best uh, tree stands on the planet is a John Deere tractor. Yes. <laughs> so, because everybody's out there and those bucks are used to seeing it. All right, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. Come back. I'm going to give you the seven reasons why you can't get no ammo unless you go to bigandwild.com. We'll be right back. Go. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you uh, so much for joining us and coming back to regale us with your presence of listenership while we uh, mess around out in the woods and at football games and uh, in other states. So we're uh, we're glad you're here with us. And uh, before the break, I wanted to allude to the fact that there are seven different reasons, and these are all good reasons why you uh, cannot find the uh, rounds that you actually need. But before I go to there, I'm looking over here to my left, and I see that Slick is looking at the uh, the uh, webcam. Squirrel cam. He's, oh, well, it's the squirrel cam as of right now. <laughs> These squirrels are in there having a good old time filling up their bellies with that corn, uh, running all over the place. But I want you to do me a favor. Scroll down, see at the bottom down there where it says Gorilla Ammo right uh, there? Right here? Yeah, click on that, and then uh, look and uh, let's go there and see because – Tell me what you see there. I see boxes of three. Um, is that Ruger ammo? No, yeah, no, got... no. It's Gorilla. It's, all gorilla, right. well, it's yep. gorilla ammo. It's all manufactured here in the state you of Florida. Got all sorts of types. You got. What's Not... the first? What's the very first one when you scroll up? What's the very first one you're looking 388, at? 380 ACP. 380. Do you know how many millions of times I have been asked? Do you have any 380? And of and course you don't. And where can I get 380? I need defensive rounds. And I tell them, go to bigandwild.com. Bigandwild.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page. Click on Gorilla Ammo. And there you go. Right there. 95 grain, 20-round box of Gorilla Silverback defensive ammo. And then if you look right next to it, what's that? 9 millimeter, 115 grain self-defense ammo. And what's that below there? <gasps> 300 blackout, <laughs> controlled chaos pig punisher rounds that everybody's looking for to hunt with this year. 
And then over to the next one, if you look over, you got the big old giant uh, Bucket O, 300 blackout. 160 rounds right there is a big giant bucket of it, and then pretty good price for 300 or for 160 rounds. Exactly. What's the price of the bucket? It's less like, than a dollar a round. Yeah, you're looking at two uh, two twenty four for uh, the 300 AAC blackouts, and that's 160 rounds that come in a bucket. Yeah, and they got plenty of the nine millimeter, the silverback, uh, the extreme defense, which is a nasty, nasty. That's nasty a looking that, round. That, that yes, no, this round right here looks sick. Yeah. <laughs> It's a nasty the silverback round. nine millimeter uh, self defense that expands. It's like it's a hollow point. Oh, that it is opens out to a big ginormous oh. star. Also, forty five ACP. Another question that's asked of me on a regular basis. Uh, you can find it all at bigandwild.com. Scroll down, you'll see Gorilla Ammo, and you go in there and you buy it. It's right there. You got nine millimeter spear gold dot hollow points right there. If you don't want the Gorilla brand. They're using the uh, the spear dot load for the nine millimeter on on page number two, and then you've got uh, three eighty ACP ninety grain gold dot rounds. I mean, it, it's there. Okay, you got plenty of two two three controlled ammo, all the other stuff. So you got hunting ammo, you got uh, self defense ammo, blackout everything. It's it's just do yourself a favor and go look. Okay, done. I found you a place. That you can buy at least some types of ammo that people are starving for. All the time. But now this was released by the industry. This two-page little thing here. Two pages I have here that I want to read verbatim. Verbatim. Oh, no. Verbatim. Steve's going to go crazy. They're short. They're not long. (laughs) This is not some dissertation by the uh, companies going, we here at Hornady believe in the quality and security of everybody's uh, general government rights. And, you know, it's not one of those. Okay. These are the seven reasons why you cannot get the rounds that you need. Number one, believe it or not, and this is true, everybody was caught off guard. That from from the gun shop owner to distributors to the people who manufacture the bullets to everything else. Caught off guard for what? I was just caught off guard. Here we go. Are you ready for I'm the ready. explanation? Providers of the raw materials that are needed to make ammo. Copper, lead, gilding, metal, gunpowder, and the like were also not prepared to double much or at least triple their production and distribution. Right now, they cannot even keep up with the ammo makers and what they're asking for. All that stuff you got to remember where there's multiple people in a warehouse, multiple people down in a hole in the ground with machinery. Well, we can't send you down there with 50 other guys because of COVID and you're all going to die down in the mine shaft. <laughs> so, you know, it's uh, so from literally from digging it out of the ground to where you are right now, everybody was caught off guard, did not see how it was going to. Well, caught off guard because we did not believe that our government was going to say, everybody has to stay home. We also, I, you like, can't work, you can't do anything. And, uh, you know, because remember it was, you know, Couple of weeks, we get this handled, and it's all good. Well, yeah, it, the funny thing is, is you can go and die of black lung, but damn it, if you can't die of COVID. That's right. Uh, number two, COVID boosted demand and cut the workforce. COVID has messed up the supply as well. With the restrictions and quarantines, manufacturers, suppliers, and delivery companies have had trouble fielding a full workforce. Bill Wilson of Wilson Combat said, due to the COVID restrictions. We have not had a full workforce on the floor for almost a year. It's not that everyone in at Wilson Combat 
that's had the virus. It's the quarantines when an employee is exposed to someone, anyone who may have it, someone in your school, your kid's uh, school test positive, and suddenly you are not allowed to come to work. You know what I'm saying? So just because you're not sick doesn't mean, well, you know, my kid uh, was at school and they got a kid in this class who's got COVID. Then you can't come to work. Well, that was last year, but now this year nobody wants to work because they're being lazy because they got too much money coming in from the government. So what's the point? They can't keep up. They can't catch up with demand. They're so far behind the chick trying to catch up. That's is my the point. Way People don't want to come to work, though. If and they, they still catch don't. Up, you can't hire nobody. I have that problem at my job. You want the wrong cartridges at the wrong time is number three. Last fall, owning a gun was less popular. No, 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 no. no, no. You, you, if I, just because you can't always... It, don't that, tell that me statement. no. I'm telling you the reason right here. That's, give me, the, give me it, a minute. Read that again and think about it. You, call, you had the wrong cartridge at the wrong time. There's no such thing as the wrong cartridge at the wrong time. Sure there is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. Last fall, owning a gun with less popular calibers, such as, oh, I don't know, some crazy thing like a 3220 or a 250 Savage or a 250 Roberts or any of those things, nobody was buying it because very few people still own those guns. So you had the wrong gun at the wrong time. You had the wrong gun and the wrong caliber. So a couple of months ago, but not for everyone, the stuff was available, but now it's gone too. And uh, those loads... With less popular cartridges, now here's what you get. Here's the problem. They only go and produce those cartridges that are out there once, once or twice a year at the most. So if you do have a 3220 or a 250 Savage or 300 Savage or any of those other ones like that, you're going to wait even longer now. So that's why people were panicking and going, well, they're not going to have this for, I got to buy 10 boxes. That's got to last me two years, three years or whatever it is that you need them for. Uh, number four, loading dock deals. <clears throat> now, this one sounds a little bit like what you have to remember we, we talked about last week, where uh, we had a distributor literally holding you hostage by saying, right. if you're not buying this amount of guns from me, I'm not selling you any ammunition, which is the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. I- because if you can't get ammunition for the guns I have on the wall <laughs> What's the to point? move them off the wall to buy more guns, then why am I even talking to you? I should be over there standing over you after punching you in the face. Seriously. I mean, it's a rude thing to do. But loading dock deals. In some places, cases of ammunition never even get inside the gun store. In some stores, when the ammunition shipment comes in, they let the good customers know. And they rendezvous out back, and the transition happens, and the retailer's happy because the ammunition is sold, and the customer's happy because they have ammo, and the rest of us are a little miffed about the whole thing because we still got none of the ammo. Well, that's and just it, shady business. And that's the other right. thing about that is if I'm selling it off to a case of ammunition to Vince, who only needs 10 boxes of uh, 270, what do you think he's doing with the rest of it? I'm selling it to Bill. Yeah, he's putting it up on Gunbroker. He's putting it up on wherever he can sneak it in there and saying uh, 50 bucks or 100 bucks a box of yours. Listen, I am not opposed to a little preferential treatment from time to time. Number five, rationing. <laughs> when ammo was finally in stock at most local gun shops, sales were often limited to a couple of boxes per customer per day. Now, everybody was doing that across the board. Yeah. That is true. That, that one I can understand. Uh, local, sh- and this is the bad part, as we discussed a few moments ago. Local gun shops are local and low priority. Big box stores and online retailers have huge buying power because they have lots of customers and can spend large sums 
of money to stock ammunition. Manufacturers and distributors take care of their best customers first. Small retailers struggle. When local shops are low priority, customers in rural areas uh, where the nearest box store may be 20 or 30 or 50 miles away, or in in the case of uh, Casper, Wyoming, two-hour drive, uh, they get to feel the pinch of the worst, or they get it lorded over their heads saying, you need to spend more money on guns before I even remotely think about selling you ammunition, which is uh, horse, horse hockey. And number seven, you don't have enough money. Sad, yeah, sad to too. say, sad to say, with prices going up and shady deals happening out back and all the other things like that, the price of ammo has gone up very expensive for a lot of people, and you, it's hard to justify that expense when you look. I need that two seventy ammo, but do I really want to spend forty five dollars on a box of ammo? That's a lot of groceries, man. And now with beef prices and gas prices going up. And ammo is a low priority. Try a 300 win mag. Yeah. <laughs> this is why y'all should befriend your local uh Your local Braden? Uh, yeah. You mean get the loading dock deal? <laughs> no, no. Find something. I, I mean, yeah, actually, you know what? You caught me, Bill. You caught me. I can't. I, all right, Braden, we can't but be friends can't, to get you, ammo anymore. You, but you can't do the loading dock deal uh, in places where you have uh, lots and lots of customers and things like that. If you were a small uh, you know, pawn shop oh, somewhere no, no. Uh, that uh, loads up on ammo. Sure, but okay. I throw it out the back. But what what the part of that loading dock deal is is let's say you have a customer that has bought twenty guns from your shop, and he's looking for some ammo. So is the ATF. Okay, and you know the ammo he's been coming in every day for is coming in. Do you not set some aside for that customer, even though there may be a customer in your store that would buy it first? No. Yes, you would. No. And you know why? Because here's the other reason why. Because you never know what you're going to get on the loading dock. No, but you know it's coming in. It's here. You don't know it's coming in. It could be seven months from now. It could be whatever. No, I'm saying you're at the loading dock. You know it's here. You see it. Customer X, do you not pull... Two, three boxes aside? See, I wasn't talking no, about the I'd... loading dock. I was talking about the guy who makes his own ammo. That's the guys you need to be friends with. Oh. But, but they're, suffering the even wor- the they're suffering even worse than anybody else. Go try to find all the components you need to make that 300 blackout that we just showed you. It's on bigandwild.com. Yeah, You can't find primers. You can't find casing. can't find bullets. But you can find it on bigandwild.com? Well, you can find them already made on bigandwild.com. All right, we're going to take a real quick break. Literally, go do your Christmas shopping. Go to BigAndWild.com. Check it out. You'll get mesmerized by the cam, and then you'll forget all about it. We're going to take a fast one. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Time for Timer show starring Bill George. Bill George, what time is it? The Great Derailer. He is the Great Derailer. You got to turn your mic on, Rook. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but you were breathing. We want to hear that mustache wind. Come on, bro. (laughs) 
How's Wayne I get early? lost in it. How's Wayne earlier here to? Oh, listen. I got into ammo talking. He was getting bored. Oh, wait. I was close my eyes. Yeah, well, now, uh, of course, welcome in, everybody. Bill George, Vince, Braden, and uh, Slick hanging out with you this morning on this uh, Saturday after Thanksgiving. Again, we would like to say thank you to the good Lord for all the blessings that we received uh, this past week and got to hang out with family and friends and, and got to see lots of good folks out there. We hope you did, too, and we hope that uh, you can work off some of that weight that you put on. I know that's what we're attempting to do this weekend. By not taking the elevator, Vince. Not taking the <laughs> elevator. And uh, Vince is going to be going up and down steps all day. So he's at, uh, what is uh, the, out of the swamp, swamp, baby, 90,000 strong. So he's going to be out there uh, losing some poundage, screaming and yelling. And uh, Bill George will be just shivering to death in Pennsylvania. He's- so. He'll send somebody to get his food for him. <laughs> no, yes, you, know, you got the you got the you got They're the finger. They're gonna be losing that bad. He ain't gonna wa- want to watch finger, it. You got the finger for that. You know, you just hold it up and go. Yeah, right over here. I'll take uh, two of those uh, to get it. Wait Sir, a minute, aren't you life. aren't you gonna try to hook up with Tommy? I'm I'm kind of hoping so. That'd be kind of cool to see while we're up there, hang out a little bit. Did you not uh, call him? You need to call him. I'm gonna call him. Don't worry. Okay. I'm on the way. Yeah. We're in the road. We're yeah. in the car. Yeah. Tom's my next phone call. You just gotta do it with like one beer in here. Where are you at? <laughs> and then uh, I'll meet you by the gate. And then, you know, do it that way. It's all good. Open the elevator. Let me up to the suite. <laughs> <laughs> well, during the break, uh, Bill George was uh, questioning my judgment and my abilities when it came to the ammo talk. And I thought that uh, I thought I covered it pretty well. That was seven yeah. good reasons why you don't have ammo. But you were alluding to the fact that uh, what now? That no, I would no. that we that you assume that all over the gun shops I, I, keep it for customers in the back is no, that what? no I would say he, he did there, call you out on that he, he did, did. I, I, I would say that there are plenty of those people who would hold some ammo back for some good customers the only time I think that most gun shops or at least nowadays you try to put as much on the shelf as you possibly can to keep everybody happy seriously but, but i let me jump in on this because as as being in the world of retail in the past and whatnot if you have that customer that comes into your store every month and is dropping a grand or two in your store every single month i don't give a crap who you are what business owner you are who owns the store you're going to take care of that customer because he is consistently it, buying from it, you and it may be Hey, this hasn't hit the shelf yet. It may take me an hour or two to process it in so the back. Get down here now. But you might want to be at the front of the line when I bring it out of the back. Then I must be the most evil person on the planet because I do I, none I don't, of that. I don't think so. I, I actually am proud of you. I, I, the way you run your business is good. It's, it's a first come, first serve kind of deal. You're not trying to like specialize anything. What What you do with the guns, I like that. Like that was a pretty good idea. It's a good business practice. I look at but it. I think you're doing the right thing. I think bump to these dudes. Uh, you know what? You, you, they're they're gun guys, and they know what what's going on. I mean, for the most part, I think the only thing I've ever done as a heads up is I'll call Bill George, and, or uh, or Carlos or anybody because I know they're looking for forty or whatever it is, and I'll go, hey, look, we just got some uh, forty in. We got twenty boxes. You better get your butt here quick. There's none of this, I'll hold two behind the register or two off the counter or any of that other stuff. It's like, there's 20 boxes out there. But you know holding those two back in the back for that customer that's going to come in, 
you know good and well he's going to come in next month and spend another thousand dollars with you because Braden's going to take care well, of him. Well, then he's going to have to wait in line like everybody else. Yeah, on but that then deal. you're losing out on other customers that are going to feel like they're not getting the special treatment well, just because you, this guy knows exactly. you. The only time we ever hold back ammunition on anything is we try to make sure that there's at least two boxes of ammo for every rifle or whatever is on the shelf. That way, if we're completely out of it, because there are people who will walk in and go, you know, I'd buy that 270 right there if I if I had ammunition for it. And I go, so you would buy that rifle if it had ammunition for it? And they'll go, yeah. I go, um, how about 150 grain uh, ballistic tips, uh, Winchester silver? You got a box? Yeah, I'll buy the rifle. <laughs> and they'll take it. But because I, I, nowadays, I what you're saying, people though, but- are buying literally the ammo. They won't even buy the gun unless they can. The animals are affordable, uh, and I do understand what you're saying. But the other customers aren't going to know that you're taking care of Slick because he he spends money all the time. It but, doesn't, but, but it doesn't matter because the, the moment they find out, then that's the end of it. Then that's a bad one. Bad review or a bad customer like that could ruin the entire business. You got to remember, you are a freaking Sicilian. You Sicilian. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know that those words that go, "Hey, Bill." Yeah, I'm looking for 30 out six. I know a guy. I got Tell a guy. him you know me, and I'll have him set a couple of boxes aside. Now, you don't think that that same old I got a guy is going to come out of Bill George's mouth after he slick goes, I'm looking for 30 out six? Hey, go in, see Braden. I know a guy. Tell him you with me. He'll hold back two boxes. Next thing you know, it's a backdoor deal because not one box of it has made it out onto the shelves because all of a sudden now I'm taking care of all your Goombas. Yep. You're still making money. It doesn't matter, though. Yeah, but I'm taking you're, you're away from the general public. I'm taking away from the general public of, uh, you know, you don't know who's buying ammo. There are people out there literally that are that can't afford to buy boar, uh, uh, beef that are out there shooting two or three pigs with 22 mags and whatever else they can get their hands on. Because, man, dude, they don't have crap in the freezer. Also think about it, too. How it's many- a time of Thanksgiving. I can't believe you'd be so heartless. Are you trying to make me upset? Yeah. But so think about this, too. Uh, during the COVID uh, during the COVID pandemic, uh, gun sales went through the roof. All right? Shops all across the country were saying uh, new owners. Millions, new gun owners. Millions. So if he sells it all to you guys because you're of you and your buddies and stuff like that, these new gun owners come in, and now you have people who are like, I, I can't get a gun, so now nobody should deserve a gun because that's the kind of mentality of America. <laughs> so, I Yeah. Brayden and I are not always on the same page unless it's against Bill George and the FWC, but yeah. this one I'm very much. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, know, I know that sounds bad, but you know I'm at least trying to at least trying to give the people the opportunity you, you to a, buy it. You have a big heart. You're being helpful. I get it. I, I, I mean, it's it's one of those things where uh, you know it's. Dude, I, I the feel Italian bad. The starts coming well, out. My hands I, are moving. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I, just, a, I feel bad about it. But I it's got a just... question. Any of our good friends, I'm going to be on the road. And, you know, sometimes different states, different stores have stuff that we don't have here. Is there anything that I really need to be looking at for anybody that we know personally? Beef jerky. <laughs> Beef jerky would be nice. Yeah. It's driving up through there. Oh, you no, mean ammo-wise? Ammo wise. I, what's the uh, what's your top same, selling ammo it, right now? It, it, the, we get the same question. You know how many visitors we have in the state of Florida? Yeah. I mean, from Georgia, Alabama, New York, Ohio. I mean, name it. They're and here. I know, I know a number. And everyone, of everyone of them comes up to the shelf. You guys got any thirty on six or thirty thirty? Because you know what they're doing? Taking it back to Kentucky because they ain't got none up there. So the most I've heard that from anybody is, if you want to find ammo, you got to find the little shops. Uh, in Georgia, because some of those are the ones that have them, and they still seem to be able to get it. But what I'm saying is, I'm going to be in places that are like that. 
They are the they are the places that are off the beaten path that haven't been picked over by any every guy looking to resell it at a flea market. Is there something that you know any of our personal friends are looking for that they can't get? Um, well, don't say it on the air. <laughs> no, I, I, I hate to say this, but I hate to say that I'm the guy that's prepared. I've always been one of that guy. I've always, if I buy, if I know that my gun likes to eat Winchester silver tip 130 grain, I'm not buying one box. I would buy six boxes and put it in the safe. So I'm pretty much covered Till the day I die with 130 grain bullets, 140 grain when Winchester, I mean, when Hornady made the 140 grain soft point uh, mag load, they don't yeah. even make it anymore. Same thing. Eight boxes, boom. I, I will die with ammunition in my safe that my kid gets to shoot. Now, that being said, I did notice the other day when I was putting the Mauser in the safe uh, or getting it out of the safe. That I do have the thirty thirty in there, and I don't think I'm trying to go through my mind thinking I don't have ammunition for the thirty thirty. Well, I mean, I do, but I think it's only like one box. Thirty thirty is something that is generally very common up north. Well, find a, if you can find a hundred and thirty grain uh, Levolution or something like that, or even a round nose. I don't want any Remington. Don't buy no dang Remington ammunition. Okay? <laughs> don't, don't know Remington. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. Okay. Not a big well, fan. What you got to go to Remington? Not a big fan of the Remington. Federal. <laughs> Winchester. Yes. Hornady. Yes. 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 So anyway, so that's what you do. Put that down. You're not writing anything down. I got it. No, but I got He's it. He's gonna forget. He will. <laughs> Once he gets up there in the land of the the Pennsylvania Dutch, it's all over. Where's the porcupine you want me to kill? All right, we're gonna Every take a break. one of them. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a break. It is the Big Wild Outdoors. And uh, we're brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be right back. I got a little change in my pocket going jingle-lang-lang. Won't you call you on the telephone, baby? I give you a ring. But each time we talk, I get the same old thing. Always no hooky-dookies until I get a wedding ring. My honey, my baby, don't break my love upon no Don't give me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. Hi-ho! Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brent Gunn, Vince Noble, Bill George, and Slick hanging out with you on this beautiful Saturday morning. Uh, go Gators, go FSU. Go no FSU. I have to be here for the FSU game. You better give me an FSU. I like FSU. That's uh, my boy Gene Deckerhoff, man. FSU. <laughs> hey. They're number one. Yeah. Uh, I like Gene. Like, honestly, I, Gene's the man, bro. I love he Gene. is my favorite sports broadcaster because it doesn't matter who he's broadcasting about. They're all, it's always exciting. Everything. It doesn't matter if you're FSU playing Boston or FSU playing the Gators. If the Gators do something amazing, Gene's Jeez. super excited about it. And it, it just makes it one, uh, fun watching the game. 17 years I spent with Gene Deckerhoff traveling around with the Buccaneers, and uh, usually the rule of thumb is what happens on the road stays on the road <laughs> kind of thing. I've got some unbelievably great Gene Deckerhoff stories, but I will tell you one of the best ones was we were literally out on uh, Coronado Island where all the Navy SEALs and everybody trains. We went to the Coronado Hotel. We wanted to go see it. It's a big, beautiful, you know, you've seen pictures of it, you know, with these big 
you know, round cupola type hotel. It's a beautiful hotel. You got to take a ferry to get over to the island and all that stuff. And we're sitting there and uh, we're walking down the beach. And uh, I think I had a little toddy in my hand. We all had our little toddies and I had my flip flops on and I went over and I um, went, I said, I'd always wanted to step foot in the, in the Pacific ocean. So I walked out and got up to about my knees in the Pacific ocean and spit towards the east and I said, that's for my grandfather. And some people will know what that means. Some people may not. But <laughs> Tell so, me about the war. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I said, that's for my grandfather. And as I'm standing there, we're talking on the beach. Well, Gene Deckerhoff has a very distinct voice. Like you know his voice. And yeah. so he's talking and we're talking. And uh, I had a Buccaneers uh, Mike Allstott Super Bowl jersey on. It was the white one. Oh, oh, remember nice. the white one? Yeah. And uh, so we're standing there and this guy walks by and he's got his wife with him or girlfriend or whatever she is and they're walking down the beach and we're having this conversation probably a little bit louder than normal because of the libations the the, the, the libations and all of a sudden the guy walks by us and then he stops and he walks back up again and he walks over and goes excuse me and uh we're like yeah and he goes are you gene deckerhoff And we just kind of look at each other and look at Gene, and he goes, well, yes, I am. How do you know how Gene is? He's like, how you doing, Gene Duggaroff? He goes, honey, this is the guy I was telling you about. I went to Bye college kidding. I went to college at uh, in Tallahassee. This is Gene Duggaroff. This guy does basketball, baseball, football, Buccaneers, all that. Oh, my gosh, what are you doing here? And we looked at him and we go, what are you doing here? He goes, well, I live out here now in San Diego. This guy literally from his college days recognized his That's, voice. Yeah. On the other coast of the country. It's a and, small world. And man. Jeff Ryan literally looks at me over his glass of uh, bourbon and goes, we can't go anywhere with Gene Decker off. Seriously. <laughs> We're literally standing on the edge of the coast, Pacific Ocean, and here's a guy walking by going, dude, are you Gene Decker off? Well, yeah, so yeah. But next thing you know, they're signing autographs. Let me buy you a drink. Oh, my God. That, that is a voice that will go down in history as probably one of the best sports broadcasters oh, in yeah. the world. And, dude, he is one of the funniest people, personally, if you're ever around him. He's like Steve Austin. He's just got – he's sharp as a tack. His brain is just lightning fast. And he can come up with comments off the cuff that are just, like, crazy things that we would make him do. If you ever hear certain phrases that Gene Deckeroff says during a Buccaneers game, because we literally have a bet with him saying, I bet you can't say this during the game. And he can be in the heat of the moment and will remember that and yeah, actually click it in. And, and stick it. This is the perfect time to use it and put it in. That's too funny. And he'll put it in. <laughs> whirling Dervish. How many times have you heard that? Yeah, I've heard that. like heard a that. Whirling Dervish. That's one of ours that we made him say during the during the broadcast. Uh <laughs> Up the gut with Mike Allstott was one of his favorite phrases we would say. I heard that one uh, yesterday. Not yesterday, the uh, last week. We literally had to say, you know, in the third quarter, you have to give us at least two up the guts. And he would go, got it. And sure as the world, he'd put them in there. The guy is a computer. I mean, upstairs, literally. He really is. I, I couldn't imagine. I mean, think about all the years of all the stats and all the How players and all, all the crap? names and just who and who. I, it, Tens of thousands of names he's said over the years. Over the years, think about just seventeen years. How many players have come and gone from the Bucks? And I guarantee you, he probably remembers every single one of them. Oh, and they all know him. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I, I 
Not that I wish any ill will, but I can guarantee you that the day that uh, Gene Deckeroff decide to leave his moral coil behind, you're going to see names uh, from the past that are just going to be everywhere. It'll be bigger than the president's funeral. I, 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 I would hands it down. Be. It will be. Because you got to think about the millions of students who've gone through the halls of FSU that know that man. Yeah. Through basketball, through football, college football, all that stuff, and and his shows with every coach, with the you know Bobby he, Bowden show and all that. I mean, he broadcast everywhere too. Like he went, he was there in Boston last week and was with uh, talking to the other broadcasters from Boston. So you, ha- how many other broadcasters out there across the country are going to be like upset about that one? Oh yeah, I mean, uh, you know, say what you want to. I know that Thanksgiving they're going to do a a tribute to uh, John Madden, but uh, nah. John Madden didn't touch the lives of as many people as Gene has. I guarantee it. Yeah. I guarantee it. Player to you, wise, Gene. Player wise, maybe yeah, but whatever. But so, good luck to FSU. Good luck to the Gators today. It's going to be yes. a great game. Uh, if you want to know what the score is, just walk out on your back porch, and I'm sure your neighbors will tell you. <laughs> Stay tuned here on 1010 because we always have the oh, games. Yeah, they're going to be playing the yep. game. Man. Every Can FSU I? game, we're here. I'll be wearing blue. So it'll yeah, be awesome. That's why no one cares. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. You're going to be wearing blue, but if you had $100 to put down on it, who are you betting on? Gators. Uh, what's, Gators? Uh, what's the Gators, sco- what's the Gators uh, scoring the, right now? What are they? About their ranked is about as good as FSU is. What's, it, what's their win, the, uh, win the loss right now? They have the same record, yeah, don't, don't they, right now? Oh, yeah, yeah hold on. Oh, no, 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 no. But, but I think they have the same win-loss record going into yeah, this game. So in, yeah. that's but, why I'm saying it's important. But you think you – think Gators are going to win. They're in, in their this, house. You're, yeah, you're at home. You're at the swamp. Ninety thousand strong. You know, you. This is your always in-state rivalry. Yeah, yeah it's it's going to in-state rivalry. It's going to be mean, a, it's going to be a great game. I guarantee it. I just hope it's not a blowout for either one. No. If, as long as it's close, if it's a, if it's like the Miami game, it'll be a good one. The the FSU Miami game was really good. Right. They still have a team. Miami. Yeah. 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 I mean, not since Ken Dorsey left. Let's be honest. When. I think you mean wow. Warren Sapp or yeah. The Rock. <laughs> no, Ken Dorsey. Yeah. Ken Dorsey was the last time they actually won anything. He was their quarterback. He was a, a he was a pretty good quarterback. He just never. He never, just never made it in the NFL. Never followed. No, the, it's, the it should be a fun game regardless. I mean, you're in the swamp. How can it be a bad game anyway? Twenty to twenty on you. FSU I, wins. I've been enjoying the Midwest games all, right. all this all right. this whole entire season. <laughs> Everything out of the Midwest. Hawkeyes. I mean, Washington, Washington State. All these guys. Michigan. Uh, I watched the uh, Utah. All them. Those are all great, wonderful games. La- last week, the Nebraska uh, Wisconsin game. That was a fantastic game. I don't know if anybody caught that. So it was one. a Michigan game, and the Ohio yeah. game was really good. Ohio, too. no, Ohio blew Michigan out of the water. Yeah, it was, it was a good fifty. Game. What fifty-five to six? That's yeah. that's ridiculous. It was embarrassing, but it was one of those things where. Welcome to Big and Wild Sports. <laughs> 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 well, I figured so. The last segment in the second hour, we'll get back into the outdoor stuff. Well, it's outdoors. They it play outdoors. outdoors. Exactly. It's out How many weather? colleges play in a dome? None. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's all outdoors. So it's all good. <laughs> I'm I mean, not, that's one way to reel it in. I I'm guess. not a sports person, anyways. Plus, <laughs> plus there's sleep on this one. Plus, there's some really good hunting spots outside of Gainesville. Trust me, there's there's gonna be some spots. I'll I be remember, driving through. I remember uh, traveling. Uh, that was a good thing about traveling with Scott Brantley back in the day. He knows every place. He knows every place outside of Gainesville. Trust me, he's uh, he's an Ocala boy, so he. Uh, you know, he knows all those good spots. He'd be like, you know, I know Johnny Temperton out there. He can get you out there on that 30 acres, man. He's got a million and a half turkeys out there. Let's go. And then, of course, you call up Johnny Temperton and you go, hey, Scott Brandley said, who? Scott Brandley. 
Yeah, no, he ain't coming out on my property anymore. (laughs) 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 He took a little bit too much advantage. I don't know. But anyway, so good luck. Have fun today. You're going to have a blast. I'm going to meet up with Tommy. It's going to be fun. Bill, you can watch it on the big giant uh, 13-inch RCA TV you got up there in Pennsylvania. I'm going to be in the woods. I'm not going to be out watching no football well, you know, you can, I'm going to pay listen. somebody to go follow you and give you like minute-to-by-minute minute updates. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> you know what? While you're at the game, make sure you message and you text Bill George about every 13 minutes and give him a quarter I'll update. i little selfies. Give <laughs> <laughs> a update. I know you're dying to know, but here's what the final score I, is. I may not even. Usually, I have no cell phone signals. Where that's I'm all right. When you get back and turn your phone up, <laughs> you'll have like 50 of them, 56 of them. It'll be ready to go and do that kind of thing. Uh, next hour, we still have a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, I know we wanted to uh, kind of come over some uh, poacher news that we have here in the state of Florida, but. Uh, before we go to break, I think we have like a couple minutes left. I wanted to give you this one real quick. Um, it seems that a guy in uh, South Africa actually uh, pulled a Florida man. And what I mean by that is uh, he was out there doing nasty, horrible things, poaching game. And, you know, they really don't take kindly to that in Africa. And uh, they usually come at you with things that go boom, boom, boom. And so people have a tendency to run. And this gentleman actually decided to run, and everybody went in different directions, and this guy actually took the wrong direction and uh, decided he was going to pull a Florida man stunt and decided to jump into a body of water. (laughs) Well, what lives in the bodies of waters of the state of Florida and... uh, Yeah, he pulled a Florida man, and when he went into the water, they heard a couple of shouts and a few screams, and... uh, It was over. And never saw him again, but saw, noticed a big, like anywhere between, they estimated between 12 and 15 foot crocodile swimming away with uh, something in its jaws. Because it was during the evening time and they had lights and whatever so, they could so kind of see. So first off, if you live well, in Africa, you know not to jump in the water there, bright boy. But even in Africa, people would rather take their chances with a gator than with the tribe. Listen, you know what? Yeah. I, I don't a, know that a, the tribe didn't feed him to the crocodile. Uh, <laughs> there's a difference between jumping in the water with a 12 to 15 foot crocodile, a Nile African crocodile, and jumping in with an alligator. Alligator may give you a yeah. once over, a side eye, and kind of go, I'm not really sure, but I'll kind of go over and check it out. A crocodile? No. It's instant. Yeah. You're in the water. This has got to be food, otherwise it would not be here, and kaboosh, and bing, and done. So there's one quick way to get rid of poachers. Feed just, them to the crocodiles? Just shoo them, shoo them into the water. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Oops, you shoo, tripped shoo. over the bank and went for a swim? <laughs> Build boats all throughout Africa now. You know what? That would probably be not a bad idea. But just saying that as soon as I read this story, I thought, my gosh, you remember back, uh, what was it, about two or three years ago that a guy decided to do that and try to run from the cops and uh, and ended up losing an arm or something? One guy or, or, or lost his life, I can't remember. But he pulled a Florida man, so it was not a Well, good. when we come back, I got a, I got a story out in uh, Idaho, kind of a, a poaching story. Oh, I got that one beat. You got it beat? I got it beat. Well, why don't we talk about it after we come back for the break? We can do that. I got Mine's in Michigan. Where's yours at? Idaho. Idaho. Heidi Hall from Idaho. We're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Hour number three is right around the corner. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay there. We'll be here. I saw him dancing there by the fire. 